Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. You're listening to The Man That Can Project with Lockie Stewart, a global movement created to empower men and open up what's really going through their minds by having real and raw conversations about life's unique challenges and our individual ways of processing it all. Welcome to The Man That Can Project. business owner, investor, and someone who I believe and I'm excited to have on here, uh, really is an active and involved father. And you know, the reason why I wanted Maddie to come on here and share uh, his experience with being a father, but also the things that I mentioned before was how you know, statistics show that one in five families are alone household, as a father generally disappears. Um, so how you've managed to not only stay there, which I think, making it sound like it's, it's a rare thing, but you know, stay there, but actively be involved, not just be constantly working and feeling that protector and provider uh, role that tends to be a uh, common thing. So I'm gonna just pass it over you. We were just having a bit of a yarn before about a few of the things that you know you, it's been like for you the last 18 months, but yeah, Maddie, I'm excited for you to fill the boys in on what it's like being a father and how you've managed to, some of the challenges that you've had, some of the, exciting things but also what we can do to you know when that time comes for various or for those who are how we can be uh, great partners and fathers as well for the for the next generation uh, look uh, it's the uh, hardest job in the world but it's the coolest job um, but I think we go in very naive thinking that it's you know it's not that hard but it's it's the hardest job and um, but biggest thing about for me is is coming out of it with an identity is the first 12 months um, prior to having a child you've got your life you can do what you want whenever you want literally that freedom mate. freedom and then it becomes um, you've got this little human that needs to be fed and slept and looked after and that changes your world um, again I think we're naive to think that it, it doesn't change as much as you do believe but it does and then for me the first 12 months was sort of lost my identity so whether it be in business or at home with the wife, um, because he takes over every minute of every day. Yep. So then you sort of feel like you're in the background almost, that you're not important, even though that's not the case. It's just, that's Perception, the way it's yeah. working and that's how you feel though. But And there's a massive issue in Australia and in other countries around the world where the, while the female can have postnatal depression, um, there's a massive issue with men having the same issue. So. You brought, you brought that up before and I didn't never never once considered I, you always hear um, females 
experience postnatal depression, but for, for a bloke, like, is that, did you experience that? What? I, yeah, I mean, I think so. I think my wife called me out on it. Um, it's probably only the last five to six months that I've started to take steps to, to control it a bit more in regards to um, making myself important as yep. well and finding the time for myself. Both of us have spoken about that if, if we don't do that, then everything else falls apart down the line, right? Yep. So, um, yeah. yeah, so probably since January, I've taken some steps to help myself, and that's sort of about blocking time, making time, but also understanding that nothing's going to be perfect. Like back in the day, you'd wake up, you get your eight hours sleep, go to the gym, have brekkie, have another snooze if you want. <laughs> yeah. So those days are gone. Yeah. So, in regards to if I can get 20 minutes, half an hour, if I do my 10 minutes of meditation in car park, it's just whatever time that you can grab, you need to make sure you can. And it might be, you can have the best plan for the week, and on a Saturday you wanna go for a run for an hour, but that becomes half an hour because yep. he woke up late, whatever, but grab that half an hour rather than going, shit, this is not gonna work now. Yeah, so adjusting on the You've fly. You've got to adjust it. on the fly, and you realize that that's like running a business, like nothing, you can have the best day planned out, but you need to have flexibility and be comfortable with maybe achieving 80% of yep. what you want to achieve, so. What, what were some of those warning signs for you? Like, you know, obviously you, your wife pointed it out, good on her for doing that. Mm. Um, but looking back over the, those last sort of 18 months for yourself, like were there any warning signs for you that maybe some, some men out there could? Look, I mean, straight away, stopped exercising. Mm -hmm. That went out the window. Um, you get busy, so your food goes out the window and it just becomes a snowball effect. Yep. And then even negativity, not so much negativity about him or, or the wife, it's just in life I started to take on yep. some negativity. So, And that's just you, because you feel like you're in a pit and you can't get out of it. So, yep. you know, I wasn't as deep as other people, but I'm sure I was half up to my waist. Yep. And um, you're just doing the little things that made the difference. So 10 minutes meditation, three runs a week. But it's about blocking that time. But first baby I've got no doubt everyone will go through the same as what we have yeah you've got no idea what you're doing you can read as many books as you want as much YouTube as you want <laughs> nothing prepares you yep. for, for what's coming so and every book can say XYZ but yep. it's it's not close to the mark so and for you like I know sleep sleeps and this just popped in my head now like sleep's obviously one of the most important pillars for anything yeah how's your sleep been and has that affected Look, I've, we've been pretty lucky to be honest, yep. he's been pretty good, um, but you still get affected and I don't get affected as much as so my wife did when yep. she was feeding, yep. obviously that's one thing I can't do, yep. so she takes on that role, but um, yeah, when I mean, your day just gets affected, you, you might even, when he goes to sleep, you've got stuff you need to do before you can go and sit down and relax, so so your time to wind yep. down changes as well, you know yep. what I mean, your ability to read a book diminishes, for example. Um, but we've just had to really cut out the crap yep. that, that, that takes up time. Yep. So, you know, TV's basically non-existent. I don't know if I've watched a full footy game for 18 months. Yeah. It just is what it is. It doesn't matter much. And, uh, <laughs> and we made the decision for us not to have um, TV for him yep. until he's two, which sounds yeah, good nice. in theory. Um, like, sounds easy in yep. theory. But that means no background TV, no nothing. So, oh, um, so that's something we committed to. But I it's... couldn't imagine that's easy. Like I always said, because my sister hands the iPad, I'm like, don't do that. Like yep. teach him to do something else. And then when I babysit him here, mate, um, you get to the point where you like take the iPad or something, just yep. sit down and be quiet. I can, I can see why that happens. But uh, for yourself like as well, how have you met, or how did you decide what was 
what were the distractions and what were those busy things for you? Because you know, some people might say, nah, stuff the walk and stuff the exercise, I'm gonna sit there and you know, eat chocolate and watch TV with my mm. son or, or mm. something like that. Like, so how did you sort of define what, what it is for you? Because it's obviously gonna be different for all, all of us, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's probably reverting back to values which we've done with the workshop, yep. just bringing them back into line, having them on my phone. Yep. And you know, that values for what I want him to be um, and what I want to achieve and yep. just keep realigning and pulling your car back in the lane, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but really, I'm not being defined by, I guess work defines everyone, like we always talk about the provider and you know, you yeah. protect everyone and yep. all this sort of stuff. And that doesn't define me anymore. It's important to me because it's a vehicle yep. for us to live a life that we want to live, but it doesn't define me as a person. Do you, so how do you, um, go from obviously you know with all the hats that you wear how do you manage to just you know i was just sharing the, the instagram video i was watching of you and your son last night which was awesome but like how do you switch off and i'm not you know, i'm sure it's not easy all the time but like for you is there a process like from when you put you know, finish in the office and get home that you need to go through to go right i'm in dad mode right now let's yeah. it's discipline and it's discipline yep. on both fronts because seeing him grow if, if we're not disciplined with his yep. schedule yep he can turn to shit pretty quick. Like he'll be tired. Like yep. we get tired, we get cranky. He gets tired, he gets cranky. So he gets hungry, you know, yep. whatever. So you gotta be disciplined. It's the same with how we're trying to live. So for example, I've got two mobile numbers now, which I'll use on my phone. Yeah, yeah. So I can turn my work one off with a flick of a switch on my phone. Um, but it's putting down the phone and being, it's about being present, right? So yep. um, an hour of quality time with him one-on-one -on -one yep. without distractions is better than me being there for three hours and having a phone and checking it and reading yeah. it and taking a call and sorry mate, ducking away because he's just monkey see monkey do. He already picks up um, a piece of timber and pretends he's on the on phone the daddy, So, and I'm hardly ever on it. Yeah. So um, you can see how they just straight away, it's just a mirror image of what you want, what you're doing for them. So. I like where you said, uh, you know, an hour of fully focused time is better than three hours where you do have the, the phone out there because I think a lot of people write off those, you know, even if it's a 15 minute block, they're like, nah, yeah, it's, it's not. It's like having coffee with a mate, like yeah. half an hour of present time is better than yeah. an hour of interruption. So um, it's like we go for a walk, try and leave the phone at yep. home so no one can ring us, you know, or turn it on silent. My, my phone's always on silent when I'm at yep. home, so it doesn't ring, so it doesn't become that distraction. So Yeah, very good, very good. Um, what um as well from like being an active and involved dad, like did you decide what you wanted that to look like based off you know, maybe how your father was to you or how you've seen you you know potentially mates or other people father or did you just go now this is what I feel or how I, I feel? I think you pick up pieces along the way. Yeah. Um, for me, I wanted to not be the stereotypical Australian male. Yeah. You know, like where where fathers go to work, they come home with four beers. <laughs> watch the footy or whatever yeah. the sun's in the background you, yep. you take the footy on the weekend yep. that wasn't what i wanted to do and i want to be um looked upon for what i've achieved almost bringing up a son rather yeah, than yeah. this business has grown yep. or whatever do you feel so, like they complement each other though like in a way i've never really thought about that but you know being that active and involved father and raising your son but also you, you do it so freaking well mate like it's it's cool to watch it's inspiring for me, but then, yeah, I've just never really seen it before. It's so a really hard line to play <laughs> because you can easily, the pendulum can go yep. one way or the other way yep. too easily. So 
Um, but it's like we've talked about blocking time yep. and that's the biggest thing that a bloke can do is yep. I'm working from X to Y and being focused on that. Yep. Um, it's even it's communicating with your better half. Like yep. if I'm at work, if it's not urgent, just we'll leave it sit till night time or yeah, once yeah. a week we'll catch up on the, the things that aren't urgent. Yep. And then that way you can focus on your eight hours or seven hours, whatever it is. Yep. But then when you look in that door, the work stuff's forgotten about yep. and you need to be there. Yep. So like I say, it's, if you don't get home at 5.30 and he goes to bed at 6.30, an yep. hour's better than, than nothing. And it's better than getting home at 3.30 and not being there, so to speak. And do you, do you feel that if you hadn't have in, set those boundaries and now obviously enforcing them to spend time with your son, do you think it would be easier to just sort of fall off the wagon and, and go to work? Like, you, you know, you mentioned um, earlier when we were talking about sort of being in the background, do you feel that you've sort of actively put your hand up and say, I don't want to be in the background, I want to, I want to be present? Yeah, and it's, it's about just, again, back to the stereotype, you know, like males will say, oh, I'll go look after my son on the weekend, as if you're babysitting your son. Like, it's true. It's your son, man, like, yeah. you're not babysitting, you're just, you're co-parenting it. Yeah. yeah. My wife's, like some of the words I'll say have been stuff that have come yeah. through from when I was a kid. And she's like, hang on a minute, like it's not all sweet, that's fair enough. So, yeah. um, like she's going away for a weekend in a couple of weeks and she was only going to go away for one night. I said, why? And she said, oh, you'll be with him for a whole weekend. I said, it'll be sweet. So she's going away for two nights. Yeah. But you need to have that time where you can, yeah. you can and it's also separating yourself from, from yep. family as well and having your own space. Yep. Otherwise I can see how stuff snowballs and very quickly it can lead down the path of resentment, yep. divorce, whatever, you know, mm. but it, it honestly does not take long for that to occur. If, if just little five percenters each day start pissing yep. each other off, before you know it, you're going down the wrong road. That's a very, very, very good point. Obviously, you know, um, divorce is at an all-time high and the statistics from the uh, Australian Men's Health Forum show that um, men are at a higher risk of taking their life via suicide as a result of relationship breakdown. So there's a good point on something to focus on. It's those one percenters or five percenters day in, day out, whether it's taking space, co-parenting, doing all the, all the right things. It's funny, um, you said people tell you looking after the you know, your child for the weekend, so well, that's, that's parenting. But yeah. I, I said that to a client the other day, I was like, oh mate, you stuck with the kids and you made me laugh when you said that. He's like, no, mate, I think when it's my kid, it's actually called parenting. I was like, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's... that's but it, it's the stereotype you've been, you know, yeah. like where the mother did 80% of the things. It's, it's even us who had to navigate that because that was a programming that you yep. were given. So, um, like, I used to not drop him off at daycare. Yeah. That was the wife's job on the way to work. Yeah. He's only out do it every morning, three mornings a week, and I love it. Like, we yeah. 15 minutes alone. We have fun on the way to yeah. daycare and we listen to Wiggles or whatever, but <laughs> so, yeah. before that it was like, no, I've got to go to work, that's my job. But I think that's the, the cool thing, that's why I really wanted to have you share your parts, like even those 15 minutes of, to daycare, it's like, most people go, no, that's not my job, but it's like, my, I grew up craving that, right? Mm. Like, I don't regret anything Dad did, he was obviously doing, living that, that, that stereotype, right? and you know, I'm grateful that he did, but at the same time, a lot of us, especially young men, and I'm sure young uh, females as well want grow up wanting that connection with their father as well. Like it's it's obviously a mother is generally more nurturing, but so dads can do that as well. I think that's what a lot of people are craving, right? And I think through business, I've seen it with staff and issues that I have with staff. If you start to pull back layers of people, yep, 
not all the time, but a lot of time you start to drill down about their relationships with yep. their parents. Yep. You know, either they're not there or, you know, for whatever reason they weren't great relationships or maybe one of them died young or some of it out of their, their control. Yeah. A lot of the time you start to pull back layers and you can really start to see and it's not necessarily the parents' fault, it's a perception of the relationship yeah, as yeah. well, right? So um, and my parents did a fantastic job and it's all about to me as a generational thing, if I can add five percent more that for whatever yeah. their pro programming didn't allow them to pass on. Yep. That's really what I'm trying to do. So because when when you go, when you leave the world, if he's left here with whatever you've given him, yep. then hopefully he can pass that on as yeah, well. Yeah, and right? add that by five percent as well, Correct. right? Yeah. That's one thing you do well is you obviously actively always learning and, and challenging yourself in different ways to find what your thresholds are and limitations are and keep building on that, which is awesome. Uh, I think it's something powerful. What would be, I guess, before we wrap up, your your top three top three things that I f you know for you are important that help you feel like you're not sitting in the background but you're actually being there as a, a father. Uh, number one would be communication. Uh, <laughs> we haven't spoken about it, but. Let's, let's go there right now. That's the biggest, <laughs> you know, in any facet of life, but especially now, it's because yep. um, at any time you're tired, stressed, both partners can be in the same position where you're tired, stressed, struggling. Yep. If you don't communicate, it's it's um, like Korean water because, you know, so you need to communicate. So that's that's the biggest one. And I put up my hand to say oh, I haven't been the best at it over the last, you know, the first 12 months. Yep. I think we're improving. Um, but I'll put it in my hand to say that wasn't I wasn't good at that. Yep. Saying I wasn't happy with something or even talking about what I need. Yep. And and even um, giving her space to tell me what she needs. Yeah. Well. So, uh, but definitely communication. That's huge, mate. That's yeah, massive. Because if you again we go back to most problems, most problems is because we didn't communicate. Yep. And we weren't clear on what we wanted to achieve, or it can be business or at home. You know. We're so, not mind readers. No. Um, so once communication, two would be time blocking, definitely time blocking and looking at your week. And we've only just started doing the last yep. three or four months to say, oh, I want to go for my run on Sunday. So how can we achieve it? And yep. it might be you take it to the park, give me an hour and a half of my space yep. and I'll do that. Yep. And then vice versa, you want to go out for lunch with the girls? Yep. I go, well, let's yep. we work it out. Yep. Um, it feels robotic, um, like your you know, business calendar, but it's no, the way to fit it in, right? Yeah. Um, Leave it up to chance. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. And that's what we're doing. We're like waking up on a Saturday morning and going, okay, what are we going to do today? And then before you know it, it's 5 p.m. and you've done nothing. Yeah, like right. you just focused on him all day. Yeah, yeah. So, and the third one um, would be just be present. Like, mm. get rid of the phone, um, turn the TV off, whatever. Um, we just have music in the background and he starting to like all different sorts of music nice. and pop in his head. Yeah. But that's the only distraction we may have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really putting that phone down and just realizing that whatever's on that is not that important as what's yeah, next yeah. to you there. So. 100%. And focusing, yeah, like I said, focus on the time you have rather than maybe what you, can, what you don't have, yep. but be present for that hour, or hour and a half that you can achieve in that work day. Yep. 100%, that's brilliant. There's some great, I've taken a lot out of it. I don't have kids yet. But uh, it's it's been cool, obviously, getting to see how you do things and how you, you know, obviously you, you always have we all have challenges, how you overcome them and your way of thinking, but still being a happy dad, it's a freaking, it's really cool. So if you guys want to, first before I say, if you guys want to reach out to Maddie, 
can they reach out to you? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because look, I through through my mates and my yeah. cousin and stuff, they've helped me through this process yeah. as well. And um, like I said, you can read whatever you want. Yeah. You need blokes behind you in this yeah. challenge as much, and and everyone's situations different. Hundred yeah. so, percent, absolutely. So you can find Matty. I'll, I'll put his link in the uh, below. But where can they find you? Instagram really, I'm not really on Facebook. Um, <laughs> you like this alias account on Facebook? Yeah, I've got an alias account just for the purpose of man that can. But <laughs> outside of that, Instagram, I'm happy to talk to people if they need help or yep. any guidance yep. or, or just want it done. Yeah, well, if people just comment on this in the Facebook group as well, you'll be able to oh, yeah, sneak peek in it. Yeah, creeping around. Yeah. <laughs> With dark glasses on. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate right. it, man. Thank you, man. Champion. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform and don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.